Welcome to Speak It On. This program is designed for the edification and entertainment of the listeners and not designed to be representative of a church, nonprofit organization, or denomination. Opinions expressed are solely those of the host. Hey, hey, welcome back. So, there's a, a word I'm going to throw around. I don't like throwing big fancy words around very much, but but it's a uh, it's it's a good word. It's an important word. It's a philosophical word. So it's not completely what you would call a uh, theological word, although it goes into that. The word is ontology. So ontology is a branch of metaphysics that talks about the nature of being, okay? And believe me, I'm not going to dive off into that real deep, all right? But what we're going to do is look at a, look at kind of where the rubber meets the road, the practicality, because a lot of times some really, really, really fancy ideas kind of live in uh philosophy land and and really in some ways all of these really complicated theological philosophical things are trying to describe things that happen to people every day uh, this particular word I like because it, because it because it, in some ways it describes something that you that you do every day and you don't really think about it there's three words I'm going to throw throw your direction. The other one is world view. All right. Now, world view is really, uh, according to the dictionary, anyway, is the overall perspective from which one sees and interprets the world. All right. So, a Christian worldview would be different than an atheistic worldview, which would be different than an Islamic worldview, which would be different than a Mormon worldview, and and so on. Because it really is kind of your computer programming on how you approach the world. And then, uh, we're going to look at, or I'd like to throw this word, lifestyle. Now that one's a little too, a little more gripping, right? You know, ontology you probably never hear about. Worldview you probably hear about a little bit. Lifestyle you hear about a lot. Now, dictionary says, uh, this is a way of life or living of a person or a group. Uh, I like this other definition of the more a style of living that reflects the attitudes and values of a person or a group so these things these three things are very interconnected now why am i bringing this up why does that even matter you know this is all fancy schmancy kind of philosophical kind of stuff why even getting in, get into that well, part of it was this way. I was thinking the other day about lifestyle in general. Because I hear, and I've mentioned this on a prior podcast, people say, well, it's not just blank or whatever. 
it's a lifestyle. You know, uh, they mention that about diets, you know, the, the keto diet, it's a lifestyle. The paleo diet, it's a lifestyle. And uh, you also hear it described uh, from certain groups, you know, well, if you're a Mason, it's a lifestyle. If you're a Boy Scout, it's a lifestyle, you know. And um, also, uh, in uh, kind of military uh, kind of fashion, uh, if you uh, ask a U.S. Marine, hey, Hey, you know, what's this thing with the Marine Corps? Well, it's a lifestyle. And believe me, they they totally believe that. Um, I've known many Marines, and even into their old age, um, some of them still got the haircut, and they, they will celebrate the Marine Corps birthday. I mean, wow. No, for real. They're, they grip it. Um, but also, uh, martial artists... You, you run into martial artists, and it doesn't matter what martial art. Uh, it can be kung fu, taekwondo, it could be you know Japanese, Korean, it doesn't matter. Uh, and they'll say, oh, no, it's a lifestyle. Built character. It's a lifestyle. And then you hear, and I mentioned this before, faith groups. Okay, so, and they'll tell you, well, Jesus isn't just, it's not a religion. It's a lifestyle. All right. Well, okay. So, and and I'm not not trying to negate any of that necessarily, but here's here's my curiosity. A lifestyle is something that is entirely, or at least from the definitions I'm looking at, encompasses everything that you are or do. It, it, it changes how you live each moment of your life, how you look at everything outside of your head. And uh, what if you have a a Mason, Boy Scout, Marine, martial artist who's a Christian? You know, um, how do you take you know which lifestyle are they doing? <laughs> you know, because I've mentioned before, you are. Really, only what you practice, only what you do, you believe, only really what you do. Everything else is this religious talk, really. And that wasn't mine. That was sent to me, you know, that was shared to me by an old pastor mentor of mine. You practice or you do only what you believe. Everything else is this religious talk. And, and, and an atheist will tell you that, too. You know, they'll, they'll see, they love to see church people just acting like idiots because when they do, man, they just, they double down on that. So um, the thing is, uh, what happens when you have a whole set of conflicting lifestyles? You know, I, 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 thought, I thought about that. Um, there are people who, who believe all right, that their faith predominates over other lifestyle issues. For example, uh, in the U.S., in Pennsylvania country, you have the Amish, and the Amish do not fight. They do not go to war. They do not, uh, they don't believe in voting, I don't think. 
Um, and they believe that that is a uh, an example or a demonstration of their faith, and their faith is their lifestyle. So, so how do you do that? Well, I like to think of it in this way, and this is going to sound a little crazy, but I'm going to throw it at you. Because we're in the computer age, all right? And pretty much everyone understands that there are different kinds of phones with different kinds of programming in them and computers with different kinds. So if you have an Apple, Apple has its own operating system. Uh, and uh, used to be they had, of course, uh, you know, Leopard and Cougar and different, you know, animal names for their operating systems and stuff. And believe me, they still do probably, but I don't remember those because I don't keep up with them. But you'll have a, an Apple operating system. If you have an, uh, an iPhone, you have one kind of operating system, and it's different than if you have a non-Apple phone. That's going to be Android-based, and Android is its own little operating system in it. So here's the thing. These are different. They're entirely different. Uh, now, they do many of the same things, but they're very different, so you cannot blend them. If you try to make to, to merge the operating system of an Apple phone with an Android phone, you're, I don't know what it's going to happen. You're going to get an explosion or something, because that is not going to work. If you can think of faith... In following Jesus, it is literally a totally different programming that changes you fundamentally. And, and it's, to me, worldview doesn't even doesn't even touch it. For some, you know, I like that word, but it doesn't touch it because it's supposed to. Because you're a new creature. It's supposed to change how you think. The basic functions of your brain and your mind and uh, as far as how you approach everything. Because it says it uses the term new creature. You are a new creation. Now there's one verse in Galatians, I think, that's kind of interesting. Um where Paul is trying to share this con this concept with the Galatians. I love the book of Galatians because basically the Galatians were, at that time, uh, they were Celtic, and they were in the middle of Turkey, and uh, which would have been considered Turkey at, you know, later, it's called Turkey now, but then it wouldn't be called, I'm trying to remember the name of the country, but anyway, um, but uh, they they were real uh, fiery kind of people, and Paul had to get really, really, really strict with them. But here's what he's trying to say, and this is Galatians two twenty. He says, "I have crucified. I, I have been crucified with Christ. 
It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. In the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. So, Paul's setting it up, and he's laying it out. Now, what's interesting is... uh, in some ways, the Galatians, being Celtic and and pagan, uh, they had a whole different way of looking at stuff. I mean, they were very, very, very had a different way of looking at a whole bunch of jazz. And Paul, being Jewish, uh, didn't have to give up his Jewishness in in a way. His programming was cool. The only problem is, is Jesus was a totally new <laughs> uh, version of the operating system. Uh, I don't want to say upgrade because that's that's going to sound really tacky, but that's and that's not what's going to happen. But he's because what he's saying is, look, I, I died, I died, and. So the the person that lives now is living, even though it's me, it's Jesus in his power, his spirit, that is setting everything in motion for me. And and he he makes it pretty clear. And and now the life if the everyday everything, you know, the, the cooking, cleaning, shopping visiting, worshiping, everything that he does in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God. So he looks at everything through faith in Jesus. That's his starting point. So in a way, he got a totally new operating system. So, and and by the way, he also... uh, emphasizes that uh, the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. He loved everyone and gave himself for everyone. So, so the lifestyle, lifestyle sounds like something you can just change. That's the reason why that kind of, you know, people say, well, I have a Christian lifestyle. Okay, well, mm. there are people that are that treat each other very nicely, all right, that are very good and courteous to each other in other countries. And they've always done that because that's their culture. And that is their lifestyle. But... When that person turns their life over to Jesus, now it's a whole new why. It's a whole new why. And let me let me explain. A lot of people end up doing things, and even when they treat each other nicely, uh, they do it because they're trained to do that, and and because they grow up in an environment where that works, or possibly they see the benefit of doing that. 
but it's not necessarily um it's not necessarily a situation where they they think you know I just think it's better being nice to people. Sometimes, I mean, there's a lot of people that feel that way, and I think that's about think, and and they do treat other people fantastic because of that. But a lot of people just say, you know, I'm not gonna smack this person in the head because I don't want them to do me that way, or I'm gonna get arrested or something of that nature. So a lot of times it's outside influences. That's what I'm trying to get at. Outside influences that make us uh, treat each other nicely. When Jesus comes into someone's life, it changes their whole motivation inside. And I've mentioned this phrase. You have your want to fixed. You desire your volition, your will is to do it not because it's just a good thing to do but you do it because you believe God wants you to and that Jesus is a living breathing entity in the in the universe in the world in us that he was here lived died and rose again and will return and it is because of him in his relationship to the living God of Israel, that you want to do what he says. So, that being the case, it's always, it's always in, important to know that it's not just something you can, you can just throw off. Just like change, you know. People say diets, you know, well, this diet is like a lifestyle. Yeah, but they change diets, so they change lifestyles. Some people change denominations, right? There are other people who even change faith systems. But once Jesus is in there, once that's done, you, you get you, you you get rid of that, and you get rid of life. Then there's nothing left but the dying, and that's and, and that sounds kind of oh, it kind of sounds kind of dark, but it's true. Because without Jesus, since He's the everything having to do with life, without the God of Israel. You don't, you don't have life. You know that's why Moses, so many centuries ago, told the people of Israel, "Hey, I'm putting before you life and death, good and evil. Choose life." And that's what it's about, right? So anyway, remember, it's more than a lifestyle. It's more than a worldview. It is the way we look at being. So, when you think about that, you know, hopefully, that will help you feel that deeper. That's really that's really what I'm hoping. So, with that in mind. I want you to keep on keeping on. Thank you for listening to this edition of Speak It On. If you would like to support this ministry, then please go to Patreon 
under L.A. Blackburn. May God bless every effort you make to do His will in His word.